These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast. My name is Will Amato. I'm in the studio with the funniest people I know. Hey. Hello. Hey, Will. You need to meet funnier people. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> the you, most... These are the sleepiest people you right? know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. These are the sleepiest people, people I know. know. <laughs> How y'all doing? Nice. Doing all right. What it's... is that tune from? <laughs> no, these are the funniest people I know. Oh, name? what is the jingle? That is, yeah. I have wondered what was the inspiration. It's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. it'll come to you. Whatever. Is it like Saved by the Bell? Nope. Some sort of '90s sitcom. I feel like it's also a podcast. Really? I don't know. One you listen to? <sighs> it's gonna bother me for the rest Certainly of the day. Certainly not one he listens to. Yeah. Definitely not one he listens to. I mean, I listen to a few. So. Coming again? Maybe we'll recognize it. Da 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 da. It's, it's <laughs> catchy. Get that from? Is that original? Well, I got it from us. Alan. Oh, that's right. That, yes. <laughs> oh I, I, I know. That's why I heard it. You were so, so funny. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, TJ, we have a theme song for right. the show. Oh, my God. Good job, you guys. I'm so glad. I just have to say that none of what he is, and by he I mean TJ, is scripted or planned. You're really not, honestly. This is 100% me. I cannot write that. No one would believe you. No. People would be like, it's unbelievable that the guy two and a half seasons in has never heard the song before. That is an original song by our composer, Louis Aronowitz. Oh, Uh, shout out. Very, very talented musician from New York City. He writes a lot of commercial jingles. Mm Mm-hmm. He underscores movies, and he's a really talented fellow. So thank you, Louie. We still love the theme song. Especially <laughs> TJ. It's TJ's favorite song. He listens to it every day. Have I met Louie? Louie is from New York City. He's oh. an old UCB Upright Citizens Brigade friend. Hey, Louie. Awesome. I want to talk for a second about goals and spirituality. Oh, okay. Well, that's funny stuff. I think so. And awesome. TJ, I know you've been trying to find the spirit. Is that right? Yeah. Sure. How have you been trying yes. to find your spirit in many ways and under the couch i think of so many yes just the other day i was like hey man where's my spirit are you looking for the holy ghost spirit or the spirit of the holidays yeah are you looking for spirit gum or alcohol uh, oh, spirits. Uh, yeah. Now, oh, I see. We had different understandings of spirits. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. So when you read yeah. on George's well-thought-out outline for this episode, yeah. Will and TJ talk about spirits. Right. You were thinking Bacardi. Yeah. <laughs> Bacardi. I want to talk about spirituality. TJ wants to talk about bars. Yeah. <laughs> TJ's ready to drink after this. Let's do it. I went to a Buddhist temple in Atlanta. How was that? It was really cool. It was a Tibetan Buddhist temple. Okay. I have a mixed relationship with Christianity. I started as a Methodist and then decided it really wasn't for me. 
How long were you a Methodist? Gosh, from a teenager, probably, I don't know, maybe on and off five years as a kid. A sort of thing that I did with my parents. There were things about Methodist Christianity that just didn't really work for me. Mm -hmm. In terms of being an adult and trying to be compassionate and calm and all this good stuff, Mm -hmm. Lily and I went to this Buddhist temple. Okay. This is affiliated with Emory University. Mm -hmm. And it's a direct line to the Dalai Lama. Mm -hmm. The funny part is there's all these rules. You cannot wear shoes in temple. I've heard oh, that. okay. You cannot point the soles of your feet towards the monk. Okay. So, so no just like laying down and napping. Maybe that's just to keep you awake. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Keep you focused. Got it. And I really like it because it's about compassion and yeah. it's about even in those difficult moments trying to keep calm and keep compassionate. We went for the first time and they had basics of meditation. And at the end, everyone goes and has chai and free lunch. Oh, yeah. What'd you have for lunch? Oh my gosh, all this vegan, vegetarian food. There was some meat stuff there too. It was almost like a high-end potluck. Oh yeah. Oh nice. You know, like a potluck, but for people that dry their own herbs. (laughs) Can anyone come? Okay. Yes, anyone can come. Yeah. And as you leave the temple, the room next door is where the chai happens. There's a man with a giant sandwich board Mm -hmm. of a hot steaming mug, and it says, Chai Guy. Oh, how much I love the chai guy. (laughs) <laughs> and he says, hello, I'm the chai guy. Once a month. You this has go. to be a field trip. It's right. Instagram. I think we need to make a family trip. <laughs> After this compassionate meditation that was the basics of meditation, we finish it. He does the little ding. Mm-hmm. And then someone's digital watch. <laughs> oh, my God. Starts Sorry. beeping. Yeah. <laughs> George. And I know it was a digital watch because iPhones don't make that noise. This was that almost sounds a little bit like a heart. Mm-hmm. Like the digital watches we had in middle school? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like an Iron yeah. Man watch? Yeah. yeah, with the little numbers on it, like a tiny calculator, <laughs> yeah. but who's doing math with a toothpick? Oh, my God. I never got that watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the watch Penny had on Inspector Gadget, but way less cool. Yeah, except it did nothing but beep at you. I think famously people couldn't turn these off. Mm. Someone had set their alarm, and it beep, 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 beep. And it's so funny because he said, and in those moments where... Life feels difficult. You want to remember compassion. And then as soon as he says this, this thing goes off. And I thought, well, here's our first test. (laughs) And you could just feel folks in this very quiet, very beautiful temple just sort of shifting. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, turn it off, man. Uh, we just, I just I drove all the way here. I, I breathed alone on the floor. <laughs> I'm barefoot. I'm exposed for 10 minutes. I'm peaceful for the first time all week. And mm. you need to turn off the, you know what I mean? And I even felt it in myself, just the volcano of rage at this person. For Why do you have that watch? Why right. would you set a wristwatch alarm? Why is that letting you know when it's time to do things? (laughs) Also, I happened to glance at my phone. Why would you set an alarm for 11.47 on a Sunday, you fool? That's so weird. I'm just so sad the listeners can't be in here with us to see how impassioned (laughs) you are. There's so much energy in your face. Oh, gosh. Are you sure it wasn't the monk doing a test? I hear the Dalai Lama does that. He has his iPhone just ring during Mm -hmm. meditation to watch people fret. In these moments when we get stressed, when things are really difficult, what the monks tell you is you have to appreciate the challenge to your Zen. Mm, That's deep. What a great opportunity to test my patience. (laughs) But how are you supposed to be meditating if there's a beeping going off? Exactly. If you're really in zone, you don't hear the beeping because you're so concentrated on your breath. No, that's impossible. This is why you'll never find Nirvana. (laughs) I can't do this. 
no, even you. the chai was delicious. He's like, I do like a free lunch, I but I don't like being quiet for 45 minutes. What if that was to the end? That would be great. <laughs> What if it was a competition, though, DJ? If the only way you could get to the chai and the free vegan foods is by being quiet. It's the ultimate challenge. Mm-hmm. No, I'll sneak in. I'll and awake. Quiet and awake. Quiet and awake. Because you can't show your feet to yeah. the monks. Oh. Uh, Why are you trying to cheat Buddhism? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it makes me angry if someone's watch goes off and they don't turn it off. Well, it that was what off. was frustrating. If your phone or a watch goes off and you quickly silence it, yeah. aren't most people like, it happens. Mm-hmm. I've right. been there. Yeah. But this watch, maybe this was a great prank. It was. It was a test, mm-hmm. and everyone failed. Only yeah. I passed, and I wasn't even there. I, I win you, Buddhism. Mm-hmm. I actually strangled the guy. <laughs> I knew it. I don't blame you. And that's why you can't have chai anymore. <laughs> that's right. No more chai for me. I just want to end this segment by reading my own list. I've never made a list. Okay. Ooh, Will's oh. list. Wow. Everyone's making lists now. Cool. <laughs> Uh, everyone can do that? Okay, cool. Look at them taking your lane, too. Yeah, I know, right? This is five reasons Will likes Buddhism better than Christianity. Oh, we're going to get tweets. (laughs) Number one, no one wears shoes. (laughs) That's right up your alley. In fact, it's a requirement. And not even that, but there's nothing more uncomfortable than church shoes. Oh, going no shoes to church shoes. And then the clothes as a kid are baggy and they don't fit. They look Mm -hmm. like you're borrowing your dad's dockers. Okay. Awful. I love being barefoot. It's just so freeing. Number two, (laughs) improvement comes from the self inside opposed to outside forces. Christianity is very much about if you believe in this and you give yourself over to this and you let go and release and accept this story then you'll be exonerated, you'll be happy, life will be free. Mm -hmm. Where Buddhism is all about two things. The desire to be happy Mm -hmm. and avoid suffering. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everything else is superfluous. The gods, the symbolism, although it is funny because you're sitting in this beautiful temple and there's these big colorful statues and beads, Mm -hmm. and here he is talking about lack of attachment. I'm like, I would Marie Kondo some of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Number three, chai tea. (laughs) Chai tea. It's delicious. It's made with fresh ginger. It's got a ton of other spices. It's amazing. The first Sunday of every month, you get to have tea with the monks, the chai guy. Tea's good, but it's not better than good communion wine. Ooh. Mm. But you don't have to fast for tea, so then you have to be vegan to be Buddha. But it, it depends, though, because hmm. us Baptists, we do it all. We live our lives and we drink the communion oh, wine. We're kind of like the Catholics, but without the penance. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. The communion wine, though, you don't get a glass. You get a thimble full. What's the fun in that? Not if you put on a fake mustache and get back in line. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I imagine you like one of those booths at a wedding with just a bunch of disguises <laughs> on a stick, just throwing back the yes. sacramental wine. Absolutely. Yeah. Scarves over my head, <laughs> pretending I'm a widow. Amazing. <laughs> Number four. Buddhism, at least this sect of Tibetan Buddhism, is science and logic-based. There's no requirement that we believe in external magical forces. There's no <laughs> burning bush. There's no <laughs> giant sea that floats apart magically and a man with a stick. It is science and logic-based. And finally, and this is the most important reason, everyone in temple dresses like a dirty hippie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. It's called Temple? Well, I don't know. That's the part that you were taken back to? Yeah. I could be wrong. It's a Buddhist temple. In shorthand, I refer to it that way. In Temple? I don't know how else to say it. 
Okay. People have dreadlocks. Nobody's dressed up. There's no collar shirt. People are in shorts. People are in tank tops. Everyone has a fabulous tan. They look like they just got out of a kayak. I'm like, yeah, let's go meditate. It's Sunday. Why not? Amazing vibe. Amazing crowd. No shoes. For Will, Buddhism is better than Christianity. Please direct your tweets to at Macho Will. <laughs> I have a connection to this Buddhist temple, the sect that you went to outside of Emory. Years ago, they brought in all these monks to make a mandala. And it was this big deal where the monks were spending weeks and weeks and weeks making a mandala. And everybody kept going to visit them. And one of the monks was especially hot. And <laughs> anybody who went talked about how there was this hot monk and you would hear people talk, oh yeah i went to the thing at emory oh my god did you see the hot monk the monk was so hot one of my friends worked there and she became friends with the hot monk and then started dating the hot monk and then (laughs) then he defrocked himself like he gave up the monkhood for her and then she's like yeah i'm not that into you and she broke up with him all in the same summer oh Oh, no (laughs) he gave up religion for her he demonked him and the minute he did he's just like hmm I kind of like dating the monk who wasn't supposed to be dating someone. I'm not into this. As soon as it became legal, he's like, yeah. nah, I'm out. She's like, I mean, I'm not that into you. I just thought it was something to do for the summer, not forever. You don't see married monks. Yeah. So he would have had to renounce monkdom. Yeah, uh-huh. he's no longer a monk. I think he teaches something. So now he's just hot. He's just a hot Buddhist. <laughs> so he's available. And <laughs> looking for you. Okay. But you shushed him. That's uh, what I heard. Speaking of available... <laughs> TJ, it's Pride Month. (laughs) In honor of Pride Month, I'm going to do the top five films that shaped me as the gay man I am today, starting with number one, Oklahoma, which introduced me to... You have something to say? No, go on. Okay. (laughs) It introduced me to musicals and gay cowboys. Oh, okay. And then the second, Brokeback Mountain, which reintroduced me to gay cowboys. (laughs) Yeah. I'm seeing a theme. Yeah. And Anne Hathaway's a tractor mogul. And real camping, which I don't do, but it's nice to see that camping can be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, That's what you took for program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some Lessons people learned. enjoy camping. Lessons learned. Well, I can see how and why. <laughs> in Great Gardens with Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange, mm-hmm. of course. I watched this for the 70th time with my roommate the other night, and she cried, except it was actually me crying. <laughs> <laughs> I love this film so much. And then fourth, The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, Party. that's a classic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. This is how I met Emily Blunt. And it was... <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you uh, yes, it was Meryl Streep's best character to this day. Yes. Her best acting I think we've ever seen. And it taught me that Anne Hathaway should never do Bane. Mm. Uh, and then fifth, Mean Girls, for obvious reasons. Mm. So Okay. What were the obvious reasons? It's like the most quotable movie, and it's just fabulous. The characters are just all yas, every single one of them. <laughs> they are. Thank you. I um, agree. Do you wear pink on Wednesdays? I try to, and like in some way of some sort, I try to bring into my wardrobe any way I can. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. If you mm. like any of those films, you can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com. And we've also started really throwing a lot on our Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, nice. At funniestpeopleiknow. Hit us up there. Leave a comment. We love to hear from you guys. 
Thank you for those of you who liked our page and have been engaging with us about the show. We love hearing your thoughts. Don't hesitate to reach out, especially if you're available. <laughs> yeah. TJ's looking. Yes. So, and if you like the Devil Wars Prada. Ooh. We've got a special guest who's going to join us in the studio. We're delighted to have her back. She's been kind of in and out of... I, I don't know. Rehab, uh, the circus. George, you want to introduce our friend? I can't introduce her better than you did, Will. Back to you. <laughs> and on her way up to the stage is our favorite. What's her name? <laughs> Roxy. The best intro ever. <laughs> Why they don't have you announce everything. I think I should do You were the shows. new Ryan Seacrest. Gentlemen, yes. I don't know yes. if I'm going to come back up here after that treatment. I'm just saying. TJ, George, and Will. Last time I had perfect intro. I guess next time when I come up here with my tips, my tips is going to be for the intros and not for my server. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I'm saying, Roxy, is you got three bad intros as opposed to one good one. Three bads are better than one good. Right? I would, I would agree. True. I had the true. good one. You did. Yeah. Okay, thank it you. has so much personality. Right. I love <laughs> That's it. why I do. That's Personality's I do. a word. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy, remind the listeners who you are, what you do, and why you're here. Yes. Well, hello, FPIK audience, funniest people I know, fans. My name is Roxy, and last time I sat down, I was here to give you all some of my two-star rated advice on how to get some tips for tips, you know, just to be a successful server. And these were great tips, Roxy. We heard a lot from people that you were super helpful for them and their tips are different now than they were before they took your advice. Thank you so much. You know, listeners, I just want everyone to live their best life, mm -hmm. to see the success that I've seen as a 20-year-plus server. You know, who doesn't want to be in the service industry? Where are you serving now, Roxy? I can't really talk about it. There's still a case pending. <laughs> Until things are settled, we'll, I'll tell you later, George, because I have a special for you. We'll okay. talk later. Okay, okay, so... You have some tips for us today, and you said that these are going to be more tips for tips? Well, today I wanted to talk to the audience about dressing for success. Oh, great. So dressing for success. Yes. There were two things that were on my heart and my mind and on my hemorrhoids when I walked in <laughs> to the studio today. <laughs> oh, my. First, when I thought about it, the interview process. Go in looking your worst. Now, hear me out, okay? okay? Wait, this is counter to normal advice. They say to look your best. You know, that's what people tell you, but let me tell you about the service industry. Okay. Uh, you're desperate, and <laughs> your guests need to get a sense of that, and your manager does, too. So if you go in looking nice, they're going to think you're too good to work at their restaurant. I think the nastier you look, if you have some holes in your T-shirt, wear it. Go for it. Matter of fact, just walk in the restaurant, no resume, holes in your shoes, whatever makes you look your most... Like a hobo? Yes, there okay. we go. Your rock bottom. Okay. That is going to be... People love hiring people whose toes are hanging out of their shoes. You know what I'm saying? It almost gives them a story of success. It's like their manager just helped a charity case. You're right. So rags to riches. <laughs> look at you pulling that person up mm -hmm. by their bootstraps. That's all I want to help That's people. That's brilliant. I had two today because I wanted to keep it very focused. And the last thing kind of works with not dressing your best. But once you're working for the restaurant, mm -hmm. things get crazy in the restaurant. Sometimes your managers want to give you new uniform T-shirts if you spill something or a new apron. I say, Psh, 
Forget all of that. Keep all the stains on your shirt. If you spilled buffalo sauce all over your white Applebee's shirt, go for it. It's going to be amazing because that is advertisement for the restaurants. You can now plug a product to sell, upsell the buffalo wings. Because if somebody doesn't know how it tastes, they can just lick the stain on your shirt. Exactly. That's probably where the phrase, never trust a clean waiter, came from. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you can't trust skinny cooks, and you can't trust clean waiters. You can't, you can't. It's it's true. But this is what I wanted you guys to leave with today. Always look your worst, because looking your best is overrated, (laughs) and it's for people who are probably going to have better jobs than you. But that's another story. You are going to be an amazing server if you listen to me on this. And always stay dirty. (laughs) Get your hands dirty, roll those sleeves up, and work hard. Bust those guns. Because who's going to tip somebody dressed better than them? Exactly. That is brilliant. Roxy, thank you. You have made our listeners millionaires. I know it. I tried to think of that as a 1,000-air that I am myself. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you coming in, and I hope your litigation goes well. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. The NDA is a little difficult, but we're getting there. (laughs) Good luck, Roxy. With those trumps, they're tough. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost Father's Day, and we've got a very special surprise for one of our members here in the studio. (gasps) Is it me? No, it's not George. Oh, is it me? Me? It's not Alexandria. What? Okay. It's me, isn't it? Is it you? (laughs) <laughs> it's not me. It's TJ. Yay, TJ. Yay. TJ, yes. we're going to read a sketch All right. that I've written and George helped me with that was just for you oh. on Father's Day. I feel so honored. We're going to go ahead and hand out these scripts. TJ's never seen this. Alexandria, you're going to play the part of Rock. Okay. Yeah. I know which one I'm playing. You wow. know who you're playing and yes. I know who I'm playing. I'm going to play mine and read the stage directions. All right. A radio show. TJ stands in his apartment, preparing for a date. Okay, popcorn, peanuts, a halfway decent Limbrusco. I'm ready to Netflix and chill. There is a knock at the door. Rock, TJ's Tinder date, enters. He has a deep, hulking voice. Yo, yo. What up, TJ? You look real cute in that V-neck Argyle sweater you got on. Thanks. It was on sale. I hope you like Lambrusco. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Pop it open. Ooh, <laughs> the bubbles tickle my nose. Who is this person? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me run my fingers through that fluffy head of hair on your head. There is a louder knock at the door. Oh my, someone is at the door. <laughs> this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> I really need to get that door fixed. <laughs> Stupid. Hello, TJ. Oh my god. That's a nightmare. <laughs> Don't be afraid, TJ. It's your old pal, the Lone Ranger. You have to leave. Horses are not allowed on the seventh floor. <laughs> I live on the twelfth, thank you. All right. <laughs> I heard you on the Funny People podcast, TJ. You're holding on to a lot of pain. I came to help you. I don't want help from you, Lone Ranger. Now get out of my hallway before the neighbors see you. Now, TJ, over haste never churned good butter. (laughs) 
Who is this? (laughs) Let's work out your daddy issues over a nice glass of warm beer. Ew, gross. Don't kid yourself, Lone Ranger. My father and I have nothing in common. Who's at the door, TJ? Just my nutty neighbor. Be right there. Tonto the Indian rides up and joins the conversation. How, TJ? Tonto needs say something to Lone Ranger. Oh, no. Not Tonto, too. This complex does not allow horses. I'm afraid we've failed, Tonto. TJ is stubborn as an old mule. Tonto have bad news. Robbers is approaching, looking for trouble. That Indian costume is cultural appropriation. Tonto is so racist. (laughs) No time for that now. The good people of this downtown condominium are in grave danger. Take my extra pistol, TJ. Guns are scary. Let's call the police. Police not come in time. Use my spare bow and arrow. Ugh, fine. Tonto and I will confront the bandits and keep them busy. You sneak around back and take them from behind. I've heard that before. (laughs) Godspeed, TJ. Duck in cover. The bandits are approaching. Stand down, ruffians, or be in a mess of trouble. They still coming. Dear me, Tonto, we're losing the fight. Hope TJ comes soon to save day. Hold your wagons, bad guys. Yeah. Great job, TJ. Time to attack, Tonto, while they're distracted. I, 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 no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no. That is so racist. It would have been had I said yeah. it. <laughs> TJ, they're getting away. Do something. I have an idea. Hey, Bandit, it's for you. Ooh, TJ, knock out Bandit with tiny magic brick. Great work, TJ. Because of you, the good people of Midtown are safe. Thanks, Lone Ranger. You're not so bad, I guess. I'm just angry with my father for being a bad listener and not watching cartoons with me. What? (laughs) Wow. Bad memories are like snake poison, TJ. They eat away at your inside. I never wanted Dad and I to listen to the Lone Ranger on the radio. I just want to watch TV. (laughs) I know, little buddy. Which is why I brought you this four-disc DVD box set of the Lone Ranger TV show. (laughs) Gee, thanks. (laughs) Remember that you can't change the past, TJ, but you can change the bad feelings inside by showing kindness to others and sharing all the love in your heart. Wow, thanks, Lone Ranger. Now get back inside. You've got some Netflix and chillin' to do. Not on Netflix. He just gave me a box set. What is this? Is, what? Makes no sense. I have things wrong with this script. That is beautiful, TJ. I really love watching you work out those issues. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that was you know, beautiful. Couldn't done it without this script, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. Do, do you feel closer to your dad now? No, I feel further away. <laughs> this is why you never became a therapist, Will. Exactly. Oh my gosh, Will's a therapist. He just gives his patients scripts. He's like, read, like, the, read this. Read this, and I'll be the sound effects. <laughs> Sorry. It's like more Repeat for Repeat as many times as you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Is someone listening to us? <laughs> we on a radio show? 
I recommend that also, that podcast, The Therapist. It's really interesting. Wait, are you recommending <laughs> other podcasts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's Mark, like, well, I don't listen, listen to this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to know what I'm listening to. <laughs> there was a door. <laughs> the full name. TJ, this started as a gift for you. Oh, thank you. I will treasure it forever. (laughs) But I think it ended up being a gift for me. (laughs) I think so. You're correct in that. (laughs) That was the Lone Ranger, TJ, meeting a turbulent childhood character that he used to deal with. And hopefully, TJ, with time, Mm -hmm. you'll come out of this looking a little brighter. Thank you, Will. I'm so glad you worked that out, TJ. Me too. You look like you are so much brighter. You lost 10 years. Uh, Yeah, well, I feel like I gained 20. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. That was fun. Thank you, TJ. And thank you, everyone. Great cold read there. All right, folks, I am getting married today. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. You were running out of time. Exactly. I can't believe I made enough time to stop and record this. Mm -hmm. The space-time continuum gets really weird when you record things Mm -hmm. and then put them on the internet later. But we're live. We're recording this live, and you are single, yet when we hear this again, you will be married. I'm so confused right now. (laughs) Technology. Technology. (laughs) See, TJ, when we sit in this room in front of these microphones and hang out Mm -hmm. once a week, what we're doing is we're recording the conversation, Uh. and then we put the conversation out as a podcast, Uh much like the therapist podcast you listen to, right? but one that you're on. Okay. Yeah. It's not following. (laughs) I'd also like to add there is a recurring theme song. Oh. Mm -hmm. That opens every episode. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> this I'm is glad the episode TJ finds out he's on a podcast. <laughs> it's like when Don Quixote finds out that somebody's writing a book about him. I think him. that's the title. TJ finds out he's on a podcast. <laughs> I thought we were just hanging out like friends for no purpose or gain. Okay. That is really the purpose of this. Right. Is to invite the world mm-hmm. to whatever this weird relationship mm-hmm. is that we have, which I love. I mm-hmm. live for it. If you figure also, it out, let me know. <laughs> I will. I live for my fiance, my wife that I'm marrying today. I didn't do the best man thing. Therefore, I won't get a toast. Oh. But since you guys are the funniest people I know. TJ and I would like to be your pseudo best man. Well, I might want to. No, I'm fine. Oh, I don't want to. (laughs) We provide competing toasts and then you pick one from us. Okay. Great. Are these going to be timed? Because I don't want them to go too long. You're just going to have to listen to the toasts and then decide which one is appropriate for your wedding. All right. And one of the three of you will stand in as my best person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your your best funny person. I guess I'll start. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Will and Lily for having me here. (laughs) Such an honor to know you funny people, you amazing, beautiful, non-shoe-wearing people. (laughs) I love each and every one of you. I thank you for allowing me here to drink lots of wine and eat a lot of food. I feel good. I look good today. Today is a great day for me. But this isn't about me. It's about the lovely couple, Will and Lily. I want to just wish you guys so much love and happiness, similar to what my husband and I experience. <laughs> we really love each other. Mm. It's awesome. He's a great guy. And I just wish that you could find that. Well, I guess you have. Hey, Lily. Just be as awesome as Leon and I are. And I think you guys will be amazing to Will and Lily. To Will Cheers. Cheers. L'chaim. Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. Oh, that's beautiful, Alex. Thank, Thank you, you, Alex. I've got one for you, Will. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
non-binary individuals of all ages. <laughs> we are gathered here among friends and family, co-workers, random acquaintances, total strangers, and TJ uh-huh. to celebrate <laughs> our friends Will and Lily as they enter a symbiotic relationship the world calls marriage. <laughs> it's an honor to be asked to give the best man speech as a wedding. Of course, no one asked me to give this speech, so I'm just waiting until the microphone is unattended as the couple is busy talking to Grandma, but it would have been nice to be asked. (laughs) I met Will years ago when he was a long-haired hippie. We were once scheduled to meet in Midtown, but we got a late start because he was laying on an outdoor bench, and I thought it was a homeless man who I'd been avoiding for ten minutes. (laughs) Later, when I met Lily, I thought, really? Him? The first time I ever hung out with Lily, I told her about how I don't believe in the periodic table of elements. And she said, that's okay. It doesn't need you to believe in it in order to exist. (laughs) And that's when Lily became one of my favorite people. And then I thought, really? Him? (laughs) Months later, Will and I are working together. And despite my natural curmudgeoniness and resting grumpy face, we become friends. And turns out, in addition to loving comedy, we have a lot in common. He rides bikes and goes rafting and does charity work and fosters animals. And I've heard of all those activities. (laughs) Will is the oldest young person, the whitest white person, and the gayest straight man I know. (laughs) My favorite thing to do with him is drink too many whiskey cocktails on his porch until Lily comes home from work and takes us out for pizza. (laughs) I'm going to make this short because I'm sure Will and Lily are excited to get this party over and finally lose their virginity. (laughs) But first, allow me to share a priceless piece of marriage advice will always remember never go to bed angry unless you're drunk (laughs) it's not cheating if you're out of town and the key to a happy marriage is lying (laughs) now join me as we raise our glass to will and lily or to willie as no one calls them (laughs) cheers may she never realize she could do better (laughs) thank you george that was great all right i can't wait I had the strangest dream. (laughs) I dreamed that some psychopath was trying to break the two of you up, and uh, luckily I woke up, and I see that the world is just as it should be, for my best friend has won the best woman. I didn't get you a gift. However, this is on loan, and until you two find yourself, someday, when I'm off alone, I will feel the blow just thinking of you and the way you look tonight. Hello. Cheers. 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 Wow. Yeah. Did that on my own. I wrote all that. It's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I feel the love from all three of you, and I'm gonna have to go with George on this one. Boom! I win wedding. Good job. (laughs) Dang. Was it close? It was very close. Oh, that's almost a three-way tie. Was I second? (laughs) <laughs> Three-way tie. Oh, okay. Three-way tie. Wow. So, yeah. In your face, Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, TJ. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you for tuning in. We love doing this show. We love hearing from you folks. Have yourselves a hilarious week. 